This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis riding out again on old Dan. Come on, Dan. But we we going out, what, what matter what the weather is, hot, cold, or medium. But uh, we bring you these studies on the children, a heritage of the Lord. We look there at our first home, how that the Lord uh, settled the first home, put the man in charge, and then how the wife is obedient to her husband in subjection. And now we're looking at the children. And I wanted to mention we have a little booklet here, a tract by Brother J.C. Ryle on the duties of the parents. And I believe it'll be an eye-opener to many of you. Maybe you never, maybe you don't, maybe you don't have any, any material on, on your children. But listen, uh, you train up a child in the way they should go, and they won't depart from it. Oh, but listen, listen, my friend, what grace it is. This little booklet is a track, really. Duties of Parents. It sells here in the bookstore, and uh, you write me. But it's uh, The Duties of Parents by Brother J.C. Ryle. And we have other material here. Uh, if you'd like, we'll, we'll send you that uh, information on that. But we're looking now. We're there in our last study. We had read uh, Ephesians. Uh, I believe it was in the sixth chapter of Ephesians. And uh, we read that scripture. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, for which is the first commandment was promised, that it may be well with, with thee. And then in, in Colossians we read, Children, obey your parents in all things. Did you get that? Mom, dad, children, obey your parents in all things. For this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Doesn't it just make your heart rejoice when you see obedient children? It's almost unusual now to see children obey. What I enjoy is children coming into the chapel on Sunday morning. Most of the little ones come to me and want a hug, want maybe give me a kiss. And and they, and I hear them say yes sir and no sir, isn't that great? And that's that's what we to teach them. That's what our Sunday school teachers teach them back there in the back when they teach Sunday school. I, I talked to an English teacher in New Orleans before we left down there at the big high school. She was an English teacher, and she said she was the only teacher in that school that made the boys bring their pants up, pull them up, and put their belt on. She was the only teacher there. I said, Lord, pray for that lady. I pray for that lady, even though I don't even know her name that she'll be true to those children. And now we come to Exodus, uh, chapter 20, where it says, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord giveth thee. We see from all of these three verses that we read, the Lord enjoins upon every child to bow in submission and obedience unto his parents. Now I know, let me say that I know, that this is foreign, this is strange, but my family, my friend, my lover, my mother, my dad, it won't be strange if you start early on teaching them, teaching them uh, to obey. I read a story by a, a retired policeman from New York City, and one of the statements that he made there, he said, you don't have to teach a child to disobey. You don't have to teach one to steal. You don't have to teach one to lie. You don't have to teach one to be ugly and mean. You teach them the other way. You teach them to behave themselves. Now, I can't remember the title of the book. If I had, I'd give it to you. But let me state again, God's order of government in the home. Now, let's go back. God's order of government in our home. Christ is the head of man. That's settled. Man is the head of woman. That's settled. Parents are the head of children. Now, how many of our homes do the children run today? How many of our homes do the children do what they want to do? How many of them do that? 
Why? Because we have allowed them to do it. We have, I, love, I love the children. I have three children. I love them to death. Five grandchildren, I love them. But my friend, I expect them to behave themselves. I expect them to obey. I expect them to obey me. They've obeyed me all of their lives. When they came up, I helped, helped bring them up. And I, I, I know that they know what they ought to do. And so they, they obeyed. But listen, listen. If the home is built around God's government, you'll have a home worth living in. If the home is built around God's government, you'll have a home where it's nice, nice to stay and nice to be. If Satan has perverted that whole government of the average home, you'll find children in disobedience to their parents. You'll find a wife in disobedience to her husband. You'll find a husband in disobedience to the Lordship of Christ. All of this, my friend, is Satan's masterpiece. It's his master trick. If he can if he can take your children in your home, right in your home, and they never learn to obey the voice of authority. If they never learn uh, how to take how to how to behave themselves, no matter, my friend, no matter who they, where they are. But one of the things I know, if a child obeys at home, he'll obey at school. He will. He will. Now they have a place. They have a place, children. Young boys, young girls, they have a place. Every community, every state has a place where they teach you to obey. It's a place called a prison. It's called a, a lot of other things, but it's a prison. Now, I've often made this statement, and I make it over and over, that I believe every young man, especially young boy coming up, if he chooses to quit school after he's 15, 16, 17 years old, if he chooses to quit school, when he gets of age, I think he ought to be made to serve a year, maybe two, in the armed forces. Some sort of the armed forces, preferably the Marines, because they would teach him to respect other people. They would teach him to say, yes, sir, sergeant, no, sir, sergeant. And uh, I believe it do us good, but we're not going to do that, are we? No, some little lawyers bunch that they got now fly off the handle. Oh, but my friend, parents, I ask you, take charge. Take charge of your home. Take charge of your family. Take charge of your children, my dad. And if, if you don't, you'll live to regret it. You'll live to regret it, my friend. I know folks whose children have gone off under rebellion, and not long, the young girl come home with an uh, illegitimate baby for mom and papa to raise. I know those things, my friend. But all the time, had they been faithful in bringing her up in the right method, she wouldn't have done that. And you young boys who go off and perverted uh, authority they, they, they get messed up with drugs and dope they wouldn't have done that if you'd have been faithful to them at home no let's just get down to where we live let's go down to where the rubber meets the road you take that child and teach it and train it and be be kind to it and be gentle and be firm with it they, it won't it won't depart from that dope won't make any difference to that child you know you teach them the difference you teach them you teach them what the lord says about about how to how to come up and in obedience to your family. They won't be off shacking up somewhere if you teach them. No. First of all, warn them of the wrath to come. I tell folks it'd be better if you'd never been born if they had to go off and live like that, my friend. The only hope of restoration is the grace of God. Oh, it's never too late to start, my friend. It's never too late, Dad. You may say, well, it's just too late now. My, my boy won't. No, it's never too late. It's never too late. And if you, don't, if you don't take a hold, if you're not responsible, if you don't 
take the voice of authority, you'll have to answer for his sin. And I tell you that with all the empathy of my soul. Listen, listen, my friend. I know that you can you can take a young man, their home wrecked and by Satan and perverted, and uh, I plead with them day by day, plead with their dead to to bow to an absolute submission to the Lord, that He might bring His wife and children there under the subjection of His voice. And folks will tell me, "Well, it's just too late, Pastor. Too late, old trailblazer." No, it's not the question of being too late. It's a question of a man, the head of the house, first bowing his head in submission to the Lord. And as he does that, the Lord will take a hold of his family. Then God of heaven, according to his word and by his grace, would work a transformation in his home, build it up on that rock, Christ Jesus. Now, I know, I know that I'm being called a foggy-eyed old fool, that I don't know, I don't face reality. Yes, I do. I face reality. You know why? Because I see I see our young men, especially, being shot down on the corner every, almost every night, every day or two in the, in the local papers. And, and I know what happened. They, they come up in a home where there was no, no uh, obedience to the, to, the, to the father and the mother. And maybe the mother and dad was doing the same thing, smoking dope and running in front of them. But my friend, did you know hell is waiting? You know, the Bible says hell is enlarging itself for thee at thy coming. Did you know there's a hell to, to shun, my friend? You can say, oh, we're having a good time. We're having a great time. Families, kids are all gone now. We've got what we call an empty nest. But, my friend, they're out there in the world because you let them go. You didn't teach them. You didn't pray for them. Have you ever prayed for your children? Do you pray for them now? Even if they've gone from home, do you pray for them? Do you bring them to the throne of God's grace and leave them there, pouring your heart out to them? But, my friend, you don't want to hear this, do you? No, you don't. You think it's too late. No, it's not too late. It's just right. The time's just right for you to start. And I know it'll be a, I know it'll take grace. I know it'll take grace for you to set those children down and say, Now, listen, folks. Listen, children. Your old dad has been, uh, has been slack all of his life. But we're going to start today obeying the Lord. And you're going to start obeying me and your mother. And uh, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. It's going to be struggle for a long time, but my friend, you know what you need to do? Start today and pray. Start today praying as you go to work. Dad, pray. As you come home from work, Mother, pray. As you're in there fixing supper, pray. Lord, take a hold of my children. Take a hold of that boy, 15, 16 years old now, wanting his own way, wanting a car and wanting money, wanting to go out and spend it uh, at night in revelry. No saying, Lord, Lord, you can stop him. Lord, would you stop him? But do you do that? Are you praying for him? My friend, are you praying for him? The old trailblazer asking, are you praying for him? Are you praying for me that the Lord will give me something to say that might go home to their heart by the Holy Spirit's work? I know where it is. I know where the battle is, my friend. I've been there and done that. But my friend, all I'm asking you to do is to think. Think with me. Search your heart. Search your soul. And ask the Lord, Lord, show me the way. Show me the way. Show me if that old trailblazer is telling me the truth. And then you have young family with young children. Get these CDs. Take your Bible there. In these verses we read. In Ephesians 1, 3. And then Colossians 3, 20. And then Exodus 20, 12. Read those three verses to them. Put them up on the refrigerator. Don't be cruel and mean and holler and scream at them. Sit them down 
at the supper table after dishes cleared away. He said, listen, listen, we're going to have a Bible reading. We're going to have a Bible reading. The old trailblazer said, that's what we need. And I believe it is. The Lord knows what we need. But let me ask you something, folks. These messages, do they mean anything to you at all? You think I'm just some crazy old fool? Does your pastor speak about all of these things just a little bit, my friend? I'm just, I'm just concerned. I'm burdened for your soul. And I'm running out of time, the old trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Call me and let's talk about it. Call me and we'll discuss it. And then if you would help me with the broadcast, pray for me. Pray for me. Remember my phone number, area code 225-664-8658. May our Lord's blessings rest upon you. Goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.